Hey folks, welcome to the David Bourne Show, where we talk about personal growth, the creative process, and ways to live a more inspired life, practical ways to live a more inspired life. Today's topic is one of those practical ways that you can live a more inspired life with. If you choose to, you can take on what I call a personal challenge. I'll get into the definition of that, but it's a way that you can do something creative in a limited amount of time with a limited scope so that you can work on uh, ways of just making yourself better. So I hope you enjoy this episode about personal challenges. And if you want to learn more, go to davidborn.com. I hope to see you there. Hope you enjoy this episode. So today's topic is personal challenges. It is November 2nd, as I record this today, and November always makes me think of personal challenges because it is the month that hundreds of thousands of people around the world decide to write a novel in 30 days. It's called the NaNoWriMo National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo. I've done it twice. I don't have any published novels, but I have written a lot in the month of November. I, I got halfway through a novel the first time, and that was really cool. I'll talk about that later. Uh, second time, I just decided to write. Uh, there's a, a set goal of 50,000 words. And so if you take the 30 or 31 days of November, I can't remember which, and you divide that, that 50,000 by, let's say 30, then you come up with something like 2,000-ish words a day, which is about half an hour and 45 minutes of writing, which is a lot. So why did I choose to do that? And why am I calling this a personal challenge? And why do I think it's a good idea? Uh, especially as we come towards the end of the year and we start to look back on our year and ask, what did I get done this year? Well, a personal challenge like the NaNoWriMo is a great way to push yourself to move the needle on something that you're trying to get better at or trying to do. So I wanted to write about personal challenges because when November, when November rolls around every year, I always want to do something and I always want to do the novel thing. But then I tell myself, you know what? There are other things that you really want to do that you're not doing. For example, this podcast. So I said to myself, all right, well, I'm going to start to really focus on creating content that supports my business, that gets ideas out there that I want to get out into the world and connects me with folks who I want to connect with. But then I realized, you know, I really need to think about this personal challenge thing because I have some negative feelings around it. And so one of my goals as a coach is to look at uh, limiting beliefs uh, that, you know, we all have them, but to systematically look at them. And so I realized this personal challenge idea is a great way 
to look at your limiting beliefs. So in this episode, I want to talk about more about what a personal challenge is, why you may want to do one. But towards the end, I want to get into kind of a new realization I've had about personal challenges, which is ironically, personally challenging to me because it's challenging the way I think about it. So number one, what is a personal challenge and why is that different from any other challenge you might face in your life? Okay, what I'm defining as a personal challenge is a conscious choice to do something on a regular basis so that you change your life. I was about to say so that you get better at it. Uh, And I'll talk more about the difference between those two things later. But let's say to change your life for the better. Uh, Hopefully you're not changing your life for the worse. Some of us do that. We all do that in some ways, I guess. But a personal challenge is something that you want to do on a regular basis to change your life for the better. All right. That's my definition. Well, uh, how's that different from, say, trying to get a raise at your job or to, you know, improving the way you sell something? Well, a personal challenge is something that you do that is specific to a problem that you feel like you have within yourself. I'll give you an example of writing. I've already talked about the NaNoWriMo. And one of the big reasons I decided to do that, and I think a lot of the reasons other people do it, is you just say, I'm going to commit for a month, you know, not for my entire life, but I'm going to commit for a month to really crack down and every day focus on this project. And so um, my limiting belief that this personal challenge is for the writing piece is, is, is this belief that I have that my writing's not good enough. All right. So I set out to write every day for a month so that my writing would get better. Now, did it get better? Uh, it changed. I definitely realized that writing novels is pretty cool. All these ideas came out of nowhere. Once I started to get in the flow, you know, I, I, I created characters and the next thing you knew, these characters were talking to each other and saying things that I didn't, you know, I wasn't putting words in their mouth. They were, they were speaking as if they were real. And they're just these, you know, characters living in my head and coming out onto the, onto the computer screen. So I did learn a lot. Did my writing get better? Well, I think it did in some ways, but, uh, you know, that's where you've got to ask yourself, well, what do you mean by better? And what are you trying, uh, how is it that you're trying to get better? But let's, let's take another example. This podcast, for example, I want to create more content around uh, coaching ideas and around, uh, specifically, I have this idea that I'm obsessed with that I call the recreation cycle and, It is uh, something I've thought about a lot in the last three years, and I've got to the point where I really want to start sharing it and and start testing it out on folks and see if it, if the assumptions I have around this are, you know, if it really works. And so, uh, but then I have um, these limiting beliefs around podcasting, like, oh, it needs to be like this. And usually when I say like this, I compare it 
to another podcast that I listen to regularly. And I think, well, it's got these production values and it's got these components that, that I, I want to put similar components into my work, you know, with the intros need to be like this, or, um, the, if I put in some kind of commercial breaks or different kinds of pauses in it, it needs to work like this, or I need to use this kind of music. And frankly, I get bogged down in it because my perfectionism kicks in. And then I think, well, you know, I'll just do that later. I put it off. Well, okay. So November rolled around this year. And I said to myself, Dave, it's a great time to start podcasting again and to start testing this personal challenge idea that says uh, you're, you're doing this to get better. What if you're not doing it to get better? What if you're just doing it because it's fun and because you love it and because it's exciting to talk about these ideas? You know, that changed it for me. So it's still a personal challenge in that I am consciously choosing to do, in this case, something creative, like create a podcast or write. I'm consciously challenging myself to do it on a regular basis. And the tweak on it that I'm trying to get here in this episode is that I'm not necessarily trying to make it better. Meaning that's not the end goal to quote unquote, get better, whatever that means. Like when I think about what does better mean, essentially what I come down to, which I, which is something I don't like, which is I want people to like it. And I can't control what people do. We can't control outcomes. There's a part of us, and this gets into the recreation cycle, there's a part of us that, that wants to be liked and it wants everything to always work. And we, this part of us wants to know what the outcomes are. And it is willing to put up resistances in order to make that stop, unless you, well, it's always going to put up resistances, I believe, but the rest of me is working to, to not play into those, those tactics. What tactics do I mean? Well, like I mentioned before, when I start thinking about the podcast, oh, it needs to be like this and it needs to have this element and that element. And if it doesn't, it's not going to be quote unquote good enough. And so I just put it off or what I do is I go play with tech. Like I go and find another mic or I go and find another recorder or I go and find another, um, whatever you name it, I'll go and find it to delay all in the name of making it better. But what I'm really doing is delaying by not doing it. So what do we do then? I'm still going to do a personal challenge. It's just that I'm not going to focus so much on the outcome because when I'm learning now, this is, this is, this is one of the reasons I'm doing this challenge this month, doing this challenge right at this very moment, the way I'm doing it, it's not to get better at podcasting or it's not to get my ideas out so that other people will like them or, you know, want to hire me as a coach. I can't control other people. I can't control the outcome. There's a part of me that wants to control the outcome because it wants to feel better. Well, 
you know, that's the thing that I, that I've got to look at and having a personal challenge project is going to allow me to look at this issue in a somewhat controlled environment, meaning within the environment of the creation of, of this podcast or of the content that I'm, that I'm going to create this month. So that's kind of a rambling, I'm coming at it from a lot of different angles at once. And I don't even know if that makes sense, but ask yourself, have you ever done anything like this? Have you ever said, I'm going to take a chunk of time, maybe it's a semester where you take a class, or maybe it's something like the NaNoWriMo, or maybe you're one of my friends who's in the uh, Seth Godin related courses, Akimbo, they're no longer Akimbo, but they were in the, the, the way Seth approaches his um, courses is to say, just take 15 minutes a day and work on your project and share it. And just keep doing that. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Seth, um, did I say we're talking about Seth Godin here? He says, just spend 15 minutes a day on it. Share it. Ship it. And it's going to change. It's going to change you. You're going to look at it differently because you do that regular sharing. So I lost my point. But what... Um, what this does is it, it, if you if you ever have a project that you want to work on, you name it, if you can encapsulate it into a uh, kind of a defined space, meaning you put some parameters around it, like the 15 minutes a day, or I don't know, if you don't have 15 minutes a day, which everybody does, I think, but if you're telling yourself you don't have 15 minutes a day, which maybe you don't, you know, that's fine. Uh, how about five? How about one? Just put some effort to it on a regular basis. And, uh, you know, give yourself that parameter to say, I'm going to work on this and, and just move the needle a little bit every day. And things are going to change. So ask yourself, have you done that before? And have you, quote unquote, failed? I know I have. But the fact that you did it at all is a huge win. And the fact that you've picked up and said to yourself, well, it didn't work that time, but I'm going to try again. That's another huge win. And believe me, every time I think about, uh, you know, my creation, um, what will I call this? Every time I think about my ability and my desire to create content on a regular basis, I think, well, I, I did it. You know, I committed to this, uh, like early in January, I committed to writing 750 words a day. Um, not the 2,500, but I did it for a while. It was growing great, but then I gave up. I just quit. I just, I didn't give up. I got bored. And now I look back on that and, I, and part of me says, well, you, you failed because you didn't follow through with what you said you did. But another part of me, the more wise part of me, the more compassionate part of me, the, the part of me that knows it really doesn't matter what you do in the end. What matters is whether or not you keep going and you keep growing and you keep um becoming more and more of the, the kind of person you want to be. Uh, 
I look back on that writing and I go, wow, you know, I did do that. And yeah, I said I was going to do it longer and I didn't, but that's okay. You know, it's, it's not about the outcome. It's really about the process of keeping the challenge in front of you and keeping the idea that you're going to continue to work on yourself. And you're going to do that with compassion, self-compassion. You know, none of this works without self-compassion. And what I mean by that is saying, you know what? It didn't turn out the way I wanted, but I still did it. You know, I gained a lot from that. Uh, I learned a lot about the things I was writing about. I learned a lot about um, whether or not, you know, I really, really want to write every day. Maybe I don't want to spend that amount of time doing that. Maybe I'd rather do something else. And I, uh, you know, now that I'm saying that, I realize I still got some stuff to work on with that particular project and on this thing in general, which is the reason why I am doing it again. And I am committing again. Uh, I know that I've had past success around this November date. So I feel confident that I will um, be able to create more this November, but I'm also changing the rules a little bit because I've learned that uh, sometimes you gotta, you gotta change things and tweak things. So what am I learning? Well, I'm not going to stick to just one realm, meaning I'm not just going to do podcasting. I'm going to record something every day. And I'm going to write every day. I'm going to create every day. I may or may not publish those things that I record, but I'm still going to show up with a pretty big chunk. I've decided it's going to be an hour a day to focus on creation around these ideas, around ideas, around coaching, around what I call the recreation cycle, um, around ideas about technology, just because I love it so much. And uh, creativity and the creative process. And I'm going to learn from that. And uh, like I said from the beginning, the switch that I'm making and what I'm learning is that I am not going to focus so much on the outcome. What I'm going to focus on instead is having fun and knowing that I've done the best that I can within that one hour block, meaning. I'm not going to think about it all day. Well, I probably will because I just do, but I'm not going to, um, I'm going to, I'm going to reframe it. I'm going to give myself time to, to, um, notice it. Like I'll be thinking about the project. Like what am I going to do? I'm going to, then I'm going to say to myself, wait a minute, let me just suspend that thought, which often goes into worry or concern. Let me just suspend it. I'm going to return here to the present moment and whatever I'm doing, and I'm going to save it for the hour-long block. So, for example, I have been recording here for 18 minutes. I sat down before this recording, and I took notes. I reviewed some notes. I actually started this project back. Uh, hey, this is kind of cool. I started it back in February, whenever I was doing the 750-a-day project. Okay, that's good. So I started writing about personal challenges back in another project. And now here I am picking it up again and making a podcast out of it. So that's cool. I also want to make a video about this. 
I decided not to do that today. That's too much to get into the video. I'm just going to do the audio podcast. And um, goodness, I am learn I'm losing my place and losing my point. Um, I'm going to try to work on that. But again, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend all day thinking and fretting and, and, you know, maybe I'll take a note here or there. I'm always walking around with my phone and putting notes into uh, either Bear, which is the name of my favorite writing app, or Obsidian, my second favorite and most powerful writing app. Uh, but I'm going to give myself this hour. I'm going to script it. I'm going to make an outline. And then I'm going to, to write it. Or just rather, I'm just going to do it. Now the next step is to do a quick edit and to send it out to the podcast server and to my website and then to share it. So that feels like it's going to be a little bit more work than an hour, but that's okay. I, I gave myself a little bit of an extra buffer today. So I'm just going to um, better wrap this up because the less I record, the less I have to edit. Let me wrap it up with another definition of a personal project and may you may how or why you may want to do one, whether it's this November or just really any time. A personal project is something that you consciously choose to do to work on a part of yourself, like either a limiting belief, like I'm not a good enough writer, I'm not a good enough podcaster. Take that belief and question it with a project. Say, okay, well. I'm actually am good enough to write because I know how to write. You know, I can, I can put sentences together. It's just that I have this belief that I'm not good enough. Okay. Well, what's that about? Well, how are you going to be a better writer? Well, you're going to write more and you're going to share it. Maybe not to the world, but you're going to share it with a trusted friend, like the brainstorm road group that I belong to. It's a Seth, Kim Seth Godin, Akimbo related group. It grew out of the Akimbo projects where people get together, they, they share their works, writing books, podcasts, marketing plans, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, it's a safe place to share it. You know, you're not having to, to put it out there on the internet, but eventually if you can come back to this core idea that I'm talking about, which is it really doesn't matter what the outcome is. What matters is that you let go of the external and bring it back to the internal and say to yourself, why am I doing this? Well, I'm doing this because I want to get better with this concept that I'm not good enough. And by working through this project, it's going to give me several opportunities for those feelings to come up and me to look at them and say, okay, yeah, I feel that feeling. I doesn't feel good to think this, you know, this project wasn't as great as I wanted it to be. But to say, does that really matter? Because it's not the outcome that I'm really aiming for. It's actually doing the work itself. It's choosing a project that's difficult enough and important enough that you give it time on a regular basis so that you uh, can do it and know that, hey, you know what? I did my best. That's really what matters. I did my best on a regular basis, and I'm just going to let go of this concern that it's not good enough. 
because I don't really care about that. That's what I'm trying to get to. So I'm going to finish this here. I hope that you have a personal project that, um, that you're working on. I'd love to hear about it. You can find me at bornmedia.com or davidborn.com. That's the best place to find me. And uh, I hope to see you there and hear what you're up to. Cheers. Cheers.